Hi, I'm Hugh Sisson. And I'm Al Spoler. Welcome to Cellar Notes. Hugh, we've become more and more familiar with the wines of South Africa, which is a good thing. Um, they were, the wine industry has done an awful lot to be very inclusive. And that to me is a very important thing. Uh, and also there are, uh, there's a rise of a lot of small wineries in South Africa that are contributing quite a lot of good wine. Yeah, they, they, they really are. The, the South African wine industry dates back to uh, 1659, when Cape Town was a supply, a supply station for ships traveling the spice route from Europe to India and the Far East. And believe it or not, and this, this fascinated me when I was doing the research for this, believe it or not, the wine was originally intended to ward off scurvy for the sailors. How about them apples? Whoever had a, a wine industry get started because it was an anti-scurvy movement. Currently, Chenin Blanc is the largest uh, varietal at approximately 18%, with Cabernet next at about 12% of overall production. Pinotage, developed in 1924 in South Africa by crossing Pinot Noir and Saint-Sau, uh, a.k.a. Hermitage, uh, is approximately 8% of the production. Up until the 1990s, and you were alluding to this earlier, much of South African wine was con uh, controlled by a large uh, state co-op, and they focused loosely much more uh, on quantity over quality. And, and since the 90s, the focus has definitely been more on quality uh, and developing the export market. For the most part, South African wines uh, are some of the best values in the market, and here are three that support that theory. Um, from a producer called False Bay, which is named for a body of water on the Atlantic coast, just south of Cape Town, I have two wines. The, the False Bay 2019 slow, in quotes, Chenin Blanc, um, and, and the, properties, um, uh, the property's mission was in the 90s to begin to make real wine as opposed to the co-op wines, but make it affordable. This wine is produced using all wild yeast, old vine fruit um, with a very slow process, taking up to six months for fermentation. The wine is pale straw with honey, pear, and peach notes, and a lovely uh, balancing acidity. And it's $10.99. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, not the most prolific, uh, but South Africa's signature red wine is Pinotage. And this is a wine that sometimes is just flat out awful, but properly handled. It can make a very credible uh, and fruit forward wine. And the 2020 False Bay bush vine, because of the way the vines are just sort of allowed to, to, to get bushy, um, the bush vine uh, Pinotage is one such example. It's produced from unirrigated vines and they're just deep garnet wine displays cherry, berry, dark fruit, a hint of chocolate in the nose, uh, opening with berry and plum on the palate. It's generous without being overblown. And at, wait for it, also 10.99, it's a really good value. Wow, Winding nice. up from a producer called Remhukhti, and that is pronounced correctly. I checked with a friend who's South African. The 2019 Soaring Eagle, which is a blend of Stellenbosch region, Cabernet Merlot, uh, and uh, Shiraz is roughly equal parts, is a fruity blend of raspberry and spice with a note of cedar and a silky supple structure. Uh, again, it's a solid value at, I believe, 1999. So wine value of the week though, False Bay Pinotage, 
it's great to have this variety, which you don't see very often at 1099 price point. That's good. I'm Al Spoiler. And I'm Hugh Sisson. You've been listening to Seller Notes on 88.1 WYPR, your NPR news station.